the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The stupidity never ends. And it's hard to know where to begin on the Brett Kavanaugh fiasco. Now, last night, uh, I think it was on Fox, uh, I saw two women who went to the same high school as Kavanaugh. They were brought on to talk about him, obviously, and what they thought of him. And he, they, he, they were two of the women who had signed the letter supporting him. Anyway, they said he was a great kid. Um, always said please and thank you. Uh, would never dream of doing what he's been accused of. They had signed that letter, as I said, that was signed by 65 women who had vouched for Kavanaugh's character. And then not long after that, I saw Julia Louis-Dreyfus. That would be Elaine, in case you didn't know who that was. Uh, Elaine, what was her last name in the show? I, yeah, it was, no, she had a last name. I forget. Bennis, Elaine Bennis. Uh, anyway, that's who it was. And, of course, you want to know how she feels about this because she's Elaine and, you know, you need – if you're going to form an opinion, you need to find out how Elaine feels about it. But anyway, Elaine or Mary Louise uh, or Mary uh, – whatever her name is, uh, she said that um, that he went to the – she went to the same high school as the accuser. She graduated from it in 1979 down there in uh, D.C., and she says she knew lots of kids who went to that school, and it was a, it's an all-boys Catholic school that uh, Kavanaugh went to, and she said those guys were crazy. So she believes the accuser. <laughs> Just think about that for a minute, okay? Uh, you're on trial for your life, and they're going to bring, this is a witness is going to come in, and they say, do you think that this man committed murder or rape or whatever it is and what yes i do as a matter of fact and what would you base that on well i uh went to the school that was kind of associated with that school and graduated from there 39 years ago and those guys were kind of crazy so i you know he did it i mean what else do you, what other what else do you need this is where we are now that's that's what she said she went to the same she knows guys who went to that high school and they were crazy, so that means he did it. Um, and I went to an all-boys Catholic school, by the way, and there were some crazy guys there, too. I just want to throw that in there. Um, but we're not talking here about whether a guy should be hired to you know, manage a restaurant or something. We're talking about whether he's okay for the Supreme Court for the next you know, 30 or 40 years. Now, listen to this exchange between Bill Crystal, who's a girly man and a rhino and a swamp creature, but he's on CNN now, and someone named Simone Sanders, this was on CNN last night. There contemporaneous evidence or observers or witnesses there are on either side and make a sober judgment. It doesn't do any good at this point to speculate. It's not fair to either person at this point to impugn either because well, you think Brett Kavanaugh dragged too much or because other people think that Professor Ford should have come forward earlier. It's irrelevant at this point. Either it's true or one Professor Ford thinks something ha- says something happened, uh, Judge Kavanaugh says it didn't. Let's do our best to find out the truth. Jake, I want to be clear that for me, there is no debate. I believe um, Professor Ford, uh, Judge Kavanaugh, has lied multiple times under oath. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm just saying that I believe her. You You think there's no chance? You are convinced by one allegation about something that happened 35 years ago. This is why I'm convinced. I'm convinced, Jake, because I tweeted about this the other day. But when I was in college, I was intoxicated, and a man who I had previously rebuffed his advances multiple times took advantage of the fact that I could not consent one night. And the next day, he denied raping me, but that's exactly what he did. And if if he if he ever came came up for a Supreme Court nomination, President of the United States, or a congressman or whatever, I don't care. It's been 20 years, 50 years. I would come forward. Well, and, and well, you should. But uh, but because of what happened to Simone, Kavanaugh was guilty. Now, that's another one. That's another indication that there's no reason to debate his guilt. Let's just ruin his life. You know, this isn't just about, by the way, his... Um, 
attempt to get um, appointed to the Supreme Court. It's, he has a family with kids and and parents who are still around and watching all this. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter that they're ruining his life. But And, and believe me, if, if he was guilty of something uh, criminal, it wouldn't matter at all that they're ruining it, uh, you know, that his life is being made a little unpleasant because of it. But we don't know. So forget for a minute about whether Kavanaugh should be removed and not be nominated and just, you know, be uh, just thrown out and start over again. What about where we are in general with the with the Me Too uh, moment? Now, I got a I got a little something here. Um, It's from let me see if I can get it here. It's from uh, it's his, his name is. And I know this guy well, Victor Davis Hanson, and he is a really smart guy. And I don't think anybody's done a better job of summing it up. He has a long piece at the uh, at AmericanGreatness.com, and uh, I just I, I just I saw this and it just summed it up, and it was one of those things that made me wish I could write this well. But anyway, this is what he says after he went into a long uh, dissertation about what we've witnessed up to this point and what's happened from each side. He said. This is what this is what uh, Richard David Hans, ha, Davis Hansen said. What is left unsaid is that we will no longer have a free country or enjoy civil liberties and the safety of a bill of rights if any American at any time can be ruined by an allegation of unproven sexual assault of some 36 years past when the accused was a 17-year-old teenager by an accuser who initially who initially trafficked anonymously in such allegations, came forward only as part of a wider, more intensified and collective last-ditch effort to destroy the reputation of the accused and yet has no clear memory of exactly where she was at 15 or the approximate date when she claims that she was assaulted or why she made no such accusation for 30 years or when she raised the issue some six years ago privately during counseling, why her therapist's notes of such revelations do not match, do not now match her current version of the incident. That pretty well sums it up, doesn't it? And they're going to ruin a guy's life and maybe, you know, affect the history of the country as a result of that. So, you know, we we don't know if he did it. And based on what we've seen from the accuser, we're not sure that she knows if he did it. And what we also don't know is if something did happen between them. You know, she was 15 and may have been drunk. And maybe neither of them really remember what happened because both of them were drunk. Or maybe something happened and he doesn't remember because he was drunk. And because she was 15 and maybe drunk, maybe she's exaggerating what happened because she was drunk and really didn't know what was happening because she was drunk. The point is, nobody knows, okay? And nobody knows enough about what happened to justify ruining someone's life over it. And it should have nothing to do with who is or who is not on the Supreme Court. We'll be right back. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And they're no loop pole full lifetime warranty covers everything including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge mention am 1250 and get an exclusive 10 percent discount for listeners of this station only why pay double before you buy visit windowsruspittsburgh.com they're more than a window company they're the area's premier exterior replacement company windowsruspittsburgh.com this story is called the ugly truth about timeshare If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? 
The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial. You also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation. Typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley has got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even Johns Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now at 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. People come in with health concerns, and we try to address those at the root cause. At the Medicine Chops in Oakmont and Penn Hills, nurse practitioner Joyce Gibb has conducted over 3,000 consultations with pharmacist, mentor, and friend Joe DiMatteo. I actually got my nurse practitioner in family practice, and I've always wanted to practice getting to the root cause because in family practice, I felt like I was giving a pill for the ill. It's always pharmaceutical-based. You really didn't get to the main problem that caused the symptom. Just an example of you have heartburn. There's many reasons for acid reflux or heartburn, and some of those reasons can be not enough hydrochloric acid, where traditional medicine blocks that. And as we age, our body typically doesn't even make as enough as it should to break down our food. And a lot of people want to get off their proton pump inhibitors, and we had a little protocol to wean that very slowly so they don't have rebound heartburn. Call for a consultation today. The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills. 888-865-9595. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, uh, just a little update on the, uh, the, the Kavanaugh issue and the uh, whether or not, uh, well, what's going to happen when they testify. This is a story from Reuters. Uh, I'm, it's on the, it's the headline of Drudge, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, how immediate it is or how, how recent this uh, story was published, but I, I think it was pretty pretty recently. Uh, it says, A woman who was accused of President Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, of sexual assault, has not yet agreed to testify at a U.S. Senate hearing set for next Monday, uh, raising questions about whether the high-stakes public showdown will take place. Her name, by the way, I didn't give earlier, uh, Christine Blasey Ford, uh, she um, she has not responded, it says here, to attempts by the Republican-led Senate Judiciary Committee to contact her about appearing at the hearing. Um, you know, I, I don't I, I think it's kind of hard. To, I mean, again, as I said earlier, it's just, there's absolutely no way of knowing what happened. And there's no way that anybody's ever going to know what happened. No way. We know what this woman says happened. We know that. But we don't know, but you can assume and give her the benefit of the doubt that she thinks it happened. Um, and there are some conflicting reports about whether or not, including from her, because she never really mentioned his name, whether it was actually Kavanaugh who who did this to her, if it did happen to her. Um, so it's, it's, it's never going it, to that's never going to change. They can have a hearing. They can they can do hearings for the next six months every day unless they have a witness I'm pretty sure nobody had a cell phone back then. So there's not going to be any video or any pictures. Of course, if that happened today, it would be somebody would, because what happens today in a situation like that, in a, in a, in a terrible situation like that, if a, a girl is being assaulted, there's a pretty good chance that instead of the, the other guy in the room doing something about it, he takes out his cell phone and takes, we have, we've seen stories like that where kids have done that. There's a rape taking place and they're, there, there are some other guys around thinking it's, well, we should get this on video, which, of course, is beyond stupid, first of all. First of all, obviously, you should not allow it to continue, but you're going to be there. You're going to, let, here's, let's, let's do this. Let's 
double the um, the stupidity by making sure we record that this happened so that we can get caught doing it. So anyway, that's what would happen now. But anyway, she um, she has not, uh, according to this, and I don't know if that's changed recently in the last hour or something, but uh, as of pretty recently, she had not actually officially agreed to do this. So, you know, we're, I, who knows? Who knows where it's going to end up? And and I, as I said, I they're going to have a, a hearing, and it's going to be on TV, and we'll all be everybody will be talking about it on the cable shows at night, and we'll be looking at their testimony, unless somebody comes up with some really solid evidence. It's going to be her word against his. And I don't know. Call me crazy. I don't think you determine a um, a Supreme Court justice uh, based on that, especially something that happened 37 years ago uh, when a kid was 17 and she was 15. I don't know. Call me crazy. I just don't think that that's something that you um, something that important just just shouldn't turn on that. So, uh, and uh, obviously, I'm speculating here because I don't even know if this the whole situation has changed enough. Maybe she has agreed since I've seen this this story that maybe she has uh, agreed to uh, testify but i guess there's maybe there's a uh, I, there's a chance that she's not going to testify and maybe you know the more she sees her name being thrown around and the more she sees what's being debated on television or hears about it maybe she starts to get an idea of what kind of questions she's going to be answered or asked at the hearing and She's starting to wonder what kind of answer she's going to be able to come up with. Not that she's lying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying she may not have the answers that they want because she doesn't know. I don't know. That's what I mean. We don't know. We're never going to know. Never going to know the truth. Never. And if and if it turns out that whatever she says in the hearing just um, sways people so much that that Kavanaugh gets up and leaves and says, you know what, never mind, I'll, I don't want to be a Supreme Court justice. Even then, we still don't know the truth, because there's no proof of anything. Oh, well, anyway, did you watch the Emmys last night? Uh, neither did anybody else, but I'm sure you'll be shocked to hear that the ratings were terrible. And uh, you might even be shocked that they were on last night, I mean the Emmys. Uh, maybe you're shocked that there still are Emmys. And that there is still a show to present them, which is what there was last night. It's, it was an all-time low. The 70th anniversary uh, was last night. And it was on NBC. And it was co-hosted by Colin Yost. Jost? Yost? Jost, who's uh, white. And Michael Che, who's black. Now, uh, they do the weekend update on Saturday Night Live. And the reason I need to tell you their colors is because of this exchange. You know who's not, but my mother's not watching. What? Well, she said she doesn't like watching white award shows because you guys don't thank Jesus enough. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the only people, the only white people that thank Jesus are Republicans and ex-crackheads. So. <laughs> Now, that's the kind of stuff that really appeals to middle America. They wonder why the, the ratings are in the toilet. Um, and... What is a white TV show? Is is the Emmys a white TV show? I've I've seen some pictures uh, online today, and I saw some videos. I saw lots of black people not only there but getting awards. So how is it? How is that? When is it going to become not a white TV show? There was plenty of politics on the red carpet. Uh, The usual shots taken at President Trump. One actress was wearing a Nike sweatshirt. And saying how she supports Colin Kaepernick. And everybody connected with the show, including the winners, will read the stories about the record low ratings. And they're going to wonder what's wrong with you for not appreciating their wonderfulness. Why didn't you watch? The show was on. They were giving out these awards. Um, And I guess uh, Game of Thrones won the biggie, the best uh, show. I... I don't watch. I just don't watch TV like I used to. There's some shows that I do watch on, um, on on not on the, the regular networks, not on the the uh, traditional NBC, ABC, CBS. I watch almost nothing on there except sports and uh, news once in a while. But I try to avoid ABC, CBS, and NBC News at all costs. So I don't watch even that very much. So I'm, I'm, if I'm not watching a, some kind of a sporting event, I'm probably not watching the networks. 
and um, I, the, the demographics for this um, for the Emmys, the young people aren't they're not going to watch the Emmys. They're just not. But anyway, um, Game of Thrones uh, got, got uh, one of the big awards. I guess the the best show and the, 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 some of the uh, performers actually also uh, won. And Game of Thrones is one of those uh, shows that I tried. And I tried it for, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how many episodes. It's been on for, what, like eight or nine years now. So it's been like 100 episodes. Um, I... Uh, when I saw the the uh, promotions for it back when it first went on the air eight or ten years ago, I kind of thought, "Hey, this is the show for me because I do like historical based, uh, history based shows." I, I I thought it was like a me- something just about medieval times, and so I thought, "Well, I'm going to watch this. I, this is kind of like what I like." There's no laugh track, which is a good thing, and so I started watching it, and I thought it wasn't bad. Uh, then they had the dragons show up. They, you know, um, it's a show. It show just killed me because I'm, I, I mean, I'm willing to suspend reality. You know, just uh, just dispense with reality and and let let it go for a while. And I'm okay with you know things that aren't quite believable. And but I got annoyed because this is a kind of show that I like. You know, you got the guy that looks like knights and they're on horses and there's battles and it's it's pretty good. And the, and the other thing I like, the, the normally when I see a show like this, see here's here's something that'll lose me too. The the dragons was when I bailed out. People have told me that that makes me an old man or something. I don't know what it means, but they lost me. I, I don't want dragons, uh, and I think they were talking to the dragons. I forget, but I, this no dragons. The other thing that drives me crazy with shows like this, and there's a little bit of that in Game of Thrones. Okay, you see these guys. That they they arrive from traveling from one kingdom to the other, and they they get off their horse, and their teeth are completely white and shiny, and their hair is like perfectly coiffed, and the women they they step out of some coach and they look they look like they just got up back from uh, you know having their hair done, and and uh, they look great. Have you ever seen like a real depiction of what those people look like? Jabberwocky. If you ever, if you uh, that's a if you really want to see what the people in Game of Thrones should look like, just if you're if you're too young to remember Jabberwocky, and or if you're too smart to, well, actually it was kind of funny. I think it was Monty Python, but it, uh, I can't remember. But it it was a stupid movie, but it was about that time of that that time in 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 history, medieval times. And if you want to see what the people in um, Game of Thrones should look like. That's it, Jabberwocky. But they they look like they are there. They look like they've been prepared by the makeup crew at the Emmys award Emmy Awards when it, during the show. Nobody has rotten teeth. Every once in a while, they'll, they'll introduce somebody. I guess who does. But back then, everybody had rotten teeth. There were no dentists, and 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 you didn't brush your teeth, and you didn't you, you didn't you, they took baths once every month. So that's what they should look like. So it's not even a realistic depiction. But anyway, it's the best show on television because it won an Emmy last night. Uh, the 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 short person, uh, I think he's pretty cool. Yeah, Peter Dinklage, he he won for something. I'm, I guess it would be supporting actor. I saw a picture of him and he was holding an award. That's the only reason I know. He's pretty good, but his hair is too perfect. Have you seen his hair? And it's always perfect. He's a little short guy, you know. He's a short person, a, a dwarf. Are you allowed to say dwarf? I don't know. Is that what he is? Okay. And um, he, <laughs> he, he always looks well. You know, he's bathed and 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 well groomed. And those people weren't well groomed. So you lost me with the dragons, and people look too nice. So, but that's the number one show on television. We come back. We've got something a little bit more serious. Transgender. Uh, We've talked about it quite a bit here, and we have a doctor here to talk about a report that came out today about it. We'll do that when we come back. Stay there. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump says he feels terribly for Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh who's facing an allegation of sexual misconduct from his teen years. The president told a White House news conference that Kavanaugh deserves better treatment than he's receiving. I feel so badly for him that he's going through this, to be honest with you. I feel so badly for him. 
This is not a man that deserves this. And he blamed Democrats for waiting until the last minute to raise their concerns. Why didn't the Democrats bring it up then? Because they obstruct and because they resist. That's the name of their campaign against me. Mr. Trump said he hopes a public Senate hearing will take place so we can hear both sides. Greg Clugston, the White House. A recovery for Wall Street today as the Dow was up by 184 points to close at 26,247. The Nasdaq rising by 63 points, the S&P advancing by 15, oil up to 69.85 a barrel. This is SRN News. Pat Boone here again for Relief Factor, the company that's helping thousands of people, just like my wife Shirley and me, deal with all kinds of occasional aches and pains. For years, Shirley struggled with her neck and her shoulder pain kept her from sleeping through the night. A lot of people, just like Shirley, struggle with aches and pains due to aging or exercise. Why don't you order the three-week quick start? It's now only $19.95, and let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Well, that grass isn't going to cut itself. I'll be outside. Wait, you're mowing the lawn in that? What? In your one-piece riding leathers? Yeah. Because you might fall off the push mower? Hmm, you're right. I should probably wear my helmet, too. Not what I meant. It's hard to be without your bike. So do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. With basic policies as low as $75 a year, you'll be back on the road in no time. Visit Progressive.com to quote today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. The 2018 midterm elections may be the most consequential in memory, and Pennsylvania will play a critical part, maybe the critical part, in the outcome. Please join me for the Battleground Talkers Tour at Montour Heights Country Club, October 22nd, along with my friends Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, and Pittsburgh's own John Steigerwald as we clarify what's at stake this November. Tickets start at just $20. Get details on dinner, the program, and VIP tickets now at TheAnswerPGH.com. That's TheAnswerPGH.com. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. Of 28 major metropolitan areas, only one U.S. mass transit agency, New York's, had higher total operating expenses per revenue hour for buses than the Port Authority of Allegheny County. As a recent study by the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy recently noted, bus service is inexcusably costly and imposes far too heavily on taxpayers and turnpike users. Learn more about the Port Authority's outrageous cost structure at AlleghenyInstitute.org where conventional thinking has been challenged since 1995. Do you dream of owning your own home? Dollar Bank's free Mortgages for Men workshop can show you how to break the rent cycle. You'll learn the right way to home ownership with a plan to strengthen your savings and create less debt. You can even get help with restoring bad credit. Join Harold Hayes and Dollar Bank at the free Mortgages for Men home buying workshop Saturday, September 22nd at 9 a.m. at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Child care will be available. To register, call one 800 34 3655 today. Dollar Bank, equal housing lender. He can smell you from half a mile away, hear with pinpoint accuracy, and detect the slightest motion with a 310 degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, sand controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's, Delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level at yodersbackyard.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the Parkway East, it's a big delay outbound Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood, Swissvale. Inbound, not bad. And the Parkway West moving along pretty well. Seeing lots of volume on the outbound side of 28 Veterans Bridge to the Highland Park Bridge. In Mount Oliver, an accident, Brownsville Road at Knox Avenue. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Partly cloudy tonight, areas of fog later on, low 62. Tomorrow, areas of boarding fog, otherwise partly sunny with a pleasant afternoon, high 81. Tomorrow night, mainly clear, patchy fog later on, low 64. On Thursday, patchy morning fog, otherwise sunny to partly cloudy and warmer, a high temperature reaching 85. 
I'm meteorologist Bill Skladenkis on AM 1250, The Answer. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. A few weeks ago, I had Dr. Quentin Van Meter of the American College of Pediatricians as a guest to talk about transgender kids and gender dysphoria. He made the case that kids are being abused when they're being encouraged to change their gender with surgery or chemicals. Uh, Today, or actually yesterday, the American Academy of Pediatrics released new guidelines, and they couldn't disagree more with what Dr. Van Meter and the American College of Pediatricians think. So it's good to have Dr. Van Meter back on the show. Doctor, thanks for being here. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Okay, so I'm going to guess you've seen the guidelines, the new guidelines, and I'd just like to just get your response. Well, it's not unexpected that the American Academy of Pediatrics would publish such uh, guidelines. They, they've they actually been sort of quietly, if you will, um, uh, accepting the World Professional Association of Transgender Health guidelines uh, within other documents that they've published. And this is just sort of icing on the cake to uh, to make it uh, essentially finally official that, that not only are they interested in making children happy, uh, they they believe fully in the in the uh, political agenda of the transgender movement. It's, it is a politically driven um, kind of sociologic phenomenon, not based on any medical science whatsoever. As I think I told your call your listeners last time I was on. Um, the interesting thing is that they there there are nine points that they make, and not one of them, not a single point in there. Uh, addresses the fact that the large majority of these children are already known to have undercurrent medical, psychological issues, rather psychological issues. Now, they, they pretend that the psychological issues are secondary to all of us very mean and cruel people who do not accept them in their perceived new, new identity. And what is really well known by the American Psychological Association, by all of the well-published, well-respected uh, journal articles that have been on this subject for the past decade, is that at least 70%, and that's a conservative estimate, have unquestionable issues with depression and, and or anxiety that, have, that are the, the base of where things are coming from. Now, they, they sort of like to think that the, the mean, mean people who don't accept them are causing these people to be depressed and anxious, but that is clearly not the case. They are not recommending any treatment for those, those issues at all. In their recommendations, uh, nine of them, none of them address the psychological issues and, and attention to those issues. Those psychological issues are what eventually bring these patients to uh, suicide attempts and completed suicides. Uh, and yet, they and they use the fear of suicide as saying that that affirmation uh, and transition is going to eliminate the the uh, suicidal ideation. And the answer is no, it won't. Uh, it, it's already been proven uh, in the past 20 and 30 years of, of ass- assessment of patients that the affirmation is, is clearly not the answer. Uh, that counseling to work through these undercurrent emotional issues is highly successful, and that's where the 98% quote cure rate of uh, gender dysphoria comes from, is addressing the undercurrent health issue, mental health issues. The Academy glosses over those as if they're unimportant and recommends affirmation that they, their recommendations are government needs to chime in and make sure that these people feel uh, welcome in all areas, that, that uh, laws should be passed to, to make sure that these people are protected, uh, that the family should receive the therapy, not the patient, in terms of, uh, of uh, psychological counseling, and that the family's treatment psychologically is to learn how to accept their child in their new uh, gender role, if you will. So it's, it is the same old information repackaged as if it's new. The list of references, there are some 98 of them, not one single mention on the references of the two absolutely monumental studies that have been published showing the success of, uh, of, of counseling of the undercurrent psychological issues uh, in these patients. Not, so all of the references they choose, uh, half of them at least are, are um, 
references to uh, gov government guidelines, uh, society uh, interests, special interest society guidelines or articles or recommendations. They're not based on scientific uh, studies. So it's a, it's a, it's an embarrassment. Uh, but they are pretending like you know they're standing on the parapet of a, lo a lofty place, uh, recommending this to uh, all pediatricians across the country. And you know these the people who released this um, um, the, the, this uh, guide these guidelines. It's called the American Academy of Pediatrics. And if I'm uh, just if, if I hadn't researched this, which I did before I had you on the first time. Um, I would look at that and say, well, I guess that settles that. The American Academy of Pediatrics says that if you have a transgender or, or a, a young child who has issues with gender, then you should just, whatever he or she wishes he or she would like to be, that's, you should just make sure that happens. So, I mean, you're, you're fighting a, a tough battle here, aren't you? Because who's going to argue with the American Academy of Pediatrics? Well, they, they portray themselves as representing 66,000 of like-minded individuals. And what really has happened here is that a handful, 30, 30 people are involved in this uh, position paper. Uh, there were about eight of them that developed the paper. There are ancillary people as long who helped with uh, developing the reference lists. Uh, there is the executive committee of 12 people uh, in the American Academy of Pediatrics, but a total of 30 individuals made a decision without any input from 66,000 members, and they passed this down as policy. Now, just to contrast what we do in the American College of Pediatricians, we are clearly a very much smaller group of, of uh, professionals, uh, but we are our professionals in, the, in board certified pediatricians for the majority of us. We, when we make policy statements, we look at all sides of the issue. We look at, at people that uh, might disagree with us, bring their literature studies in, discuss them at length. Uh, they did bring in uh, some literature studies that we support, we feel support uh, the counseling concept, but they, they basically in one sentence said, oh, but they're, you know, they're clearly bad studies. And with that single sentence, they throw away the, uh, the, uh, the opinion of people who have worked in this field for 30 plus years, okay? They just dismiss it because it's not their opinion. Um, the, Kenneth Zucker, who was the, I believe I mentioned his name, the, the professor from Toronto, the, who the Canadian government shut his clinic down after 30 years of success. Um, he, his reference, he is the godfather of, if you will, of gender identity disorder and gender dysphoria concepts, and his name is referenced nowhere in their 90. I mean, it's it's just like you know taking something and there's an elephant in the room and the elephant in the room is that Kenneth Zucker has been expunged from reference lists and he's the guy that has done all the hard work for the past 30 years and has proven the benefits of not affirming but but basically going down well, so to the basement where the cobwebs are. So he's expunged because he they didn't like the results of his teachings or his research. There's this, uh, We had someone on the show here uh, a couple weeks ago talking about the study at Brown University that was squelched because yes. they, they were happy with the study right up until it showed that uh, they were they were wrong about what, how they thought about how transgender uh, kids should be dealt with or how kids with gender dysphoria should be dealt with. All right, and, this, and that study from Brown, this was not by somebody who was a conservative, uh, you know, labeled person. It was a person who was a strong LGB act, a, a advocate uh, who had really basically was, was confounded by the, the craziness of rapid onset gender dysphoria in adolescent girls and just couldn't believe what she was seeing in terms of the increase of the almost logarithmic increase of numbers of kids. And she went and asked the questions, and it was a very valid way to do it. And she was, you know, basically castigated. I mean, they attacked her as if she were some lunatic who needed to be, you know, strung up to dry in Brown University with through support. I mean, it's just, it is the craziest environment in which we live. If you tell the truth, and it's not what's currently on the, the uh, politically correct scene, uh, you might as well basically cash in. And, and it's just... It's it's a little bit of a, a sort of a totalitarian way to manage uh, you know medical information is you don't let anybody else speak you make sure that they are anybody with a contrary opinion is squashed and uh, held in in a back room somewhere quiet 
and you muffle them and you don't publish their literature and you don't you don't do anything that would be counter to your own preconceived notion um it is just it's it it blows my mind i mean i i just I, every day there is a new revelation that just makes you just think where are people going how are they getting away with this nonsense we're talking to dr quentin van meter of the american college of pediatricians so to to I don't know if it's simplify it is the right way to put it, but just to to make it uh, like the way we see it in everyday life and when, and way the way most people are exposed to this issue. If you hear about a high school that's having an issue with one or two kids uh, who don't want to use a particular bathroom, and I, I I and I have no way of proving this, but I have a feeling that most people look at that and and they they sympathize with the kid and say, just you know he can't help it and uh, there's nothing you can do about it, so just accommodate him. So what when you're when we see stories like this, how should people react to it? What what should what should their feeling be about the kid that they see being accommodated and being told that? You know, he or she is can pick whatever bathroom he or she wants, and all you know all the stuff that goes with that. Sure. Well, first of all, I mean the, the last thing you ever want to do as a as a fellow kid in the school is to uh, ostracize that person for because that person is suffering. There's just no question about it. Uh, there is there's pain and agony in that child's life, and the last thing they need to be done to them is to be you know uh, made fun of or uh, or tortured emotionally in any way. I mean, it's, the compassion and kindness has got to rule, but the compassionate side should be that the that the parents and the families in the school system recognize the child is suffering and alleviate that suffering by directing them to appropriate counseling that uh, that keeps this child uh you know from from moving forward from sort of a delusional thought like i am the opposite sex i mean that that is that's not straightforward thinking and it's not thought to be healthy um it, it, if you understand that there might be a reason that, that that patient is reacting this way uh in order to to get away from what they feel is a as a horrible future for them um you then you get into the into the weeds in the deep water and you understand this is a this is a sad child this is a confused child and we need to have you know friendly environment but we do not need to essentially uh help them live in, and, and go further into a true delusional state i mean that is that's cruel that's absolutely cruel to do that it may be well meant i mean uh, you know sure if the if they're suffering alleviate the suffering by um, you know, by affirming them, and the answer is no. It's just a you understand them that they are really in in a lot of pain, and let's go let's go find a way to heal you instead of put a bandaid over the top and carry you forward so that ten years from now you're going to commit suicide because we did the wrong thing. So, if you were the superintendent of schools and uh, there was that that issue arose, I know, and you had the power, what would you do? I would say to that to that child, look, there is no, there's not a way that we can honestly allow you to appear in the locker rooms when you're the wrong sex, uh, to walk into the the bathrooms of the opposite sex when you're not that sex. We're going to accommodate you by allowing you to use very discreetly restroom facilities that are non-gendered and that belong to maybe the faculty or um, you know the coaches or someplace where you can in a very very quiet and non-obvious way um, use bathroom facilities and if you want to schedule your uh, recreational gym class uh, at the end of the day where you don't have to dress out uh, in front of everybody you can go home and shower um, you know, and you or you can you can get into your your gym clothes and and participate. Uh, but we're not going to we're not going to treat you, uh, you know, and put you on the football team if you think you know. Unless you have, hey, if you want, if you've got the skills to play football, play it as as a female if you want to. That's not a problem. But we cannot accommodate you in the in the worldview that you are the wrong gender. Uh, we're not going to give you new pronouns. We're not going to uh, try to make a, an artificial bubble around you that is completely artificial and not based on any proven benefit whatsoever, not for the first year or the first five years, but we're talking for the rest of your life. We don't, we don't want to do you harm. So what we're going to do is not, not make fun of you. We're not going to uh, make your life miserable by saying that you have to uh, stick, go, go into a, a boy's room if you're a boy. You can come to the office and, and use the bathroom if you need to. Uh, we'll accommodate you that way. We'll, we'll respect the fact that you're suffering mightily, but we're going to make sure that we as a, as a school 
are aware of you know the fact you're in appropriate counseling, not affirmation counseling, but counseling that really goes to the root of the problem and you know and hold the the, the parents accountable for the for their child's you know adaptation to school. We're uh, we're out of time, doctor. You made the mistake of giving me your phone number, and so when these issues come up, uh, be prepared <laughs> to hear from me because I I really like your explanations and I appreciate you being on. Thanks a lot. Anytime I can help. Thanks okay. so much. Thank you. That's Doctor That's Doctor Quentin Van Meter, and um, we're glad he was on. But I, I think that if he were to implement those policies as superintendent of schools, they'd be outside with torches and pitchforks, even though I agree with them. We'll Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial Plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Don't pay double for your next home improvement project. Many companies are simply asking too much for windows, siding, and doors. You need at least three estimates. Just make sure Windows R Us is one of them. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward menu-style pricing, and the absolute fastest turnaround in the business. Windows R Us offers multiple financing options and will match any competitor's price. No hidden costs or final invoice surprises ever. And their no-loophole full lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage at no additional charge. Mention AM1250 and get an exclusive 10% discount for listeners of this station only. Why pay double? Before you buy, visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. They're more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. If you're a business owner spending more than $100 a month on bookkeeping, eDataQuick has an irresistible offer for you. eDataQuick will give you two months of bookkeeping services absolutely free. At eDataQuick, you'll work with CPAs that have extensive experience with payroll, financial statements, bank reconciliation, and general bookkeeping. Available to work 24-7 for much less than you currently pay. For example, Carol owns a florist shop and spends about $400 per month for bookkeeping. But with eDataQuick, she receives quality and secure bookkeeping for about $150 a month, which includes processing payroll. Sound too good to be true? eDataQuick wants you to try it free for two months. You can cancel at any time. You could be saving hundreds to thousands a month on bookkeeping services using the secure, accessible, and customized services at eDataQuick. Just call 800-390-6800 now or go to eDataQuick.com and get two months of free bookkeeping for your business. Call now at 800-390-6800. That's 800-390-6800. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, you know uh, what Dr. Van Meter was just saying there, uh, th- that what he was, if I, if he's, he's, an, he's a pediatric endocrinologist, okay? I'm just a guy here doing a talk show, used to read scores for a living. But if I said the same things that he said, 
There's a good chance. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to keep working in the media if I said what he said, which is that kids who want think they are uh, they're they're they are physically male and they want to be female that they should just be let alone and be and not only left alone but should be encouraged to um, go forward and become whatever gender they think they should be uh, you don't you'd lose your job so i just want to say that his his organization the american college of pediatricians is uh is known as a hate group by the southern poverty law center which means that uh, they are a really good group because anybody that that group doesn't like, I like. So that's, to me, we're talking about affirming. That's an affirmation. The Southern Poverty Law Center thinks that the uh, American College of Pediatricians is a hate group. They're, a, they're okay in my book. Uh, one quick thing on uh, Antonio Brown before we go. Oh, wait, I want to tell you a quick story about my producer here, Aaron, which she did yesterday. <laughs> We had Rich Engler on. He's a promoter. He was talking about some of the crazy things that uh, that the rock groups that he's dealt with, from uh, uh, the Aerosmith to the Rolling Stones, everybody he's had to deal with for the last 40 or 50 years. And I said, well, that's interesting because I've told my uh, the producer here, Aaron uh, Byrne, that uh, every day I have to have a bowl of um, M&Ms with all the orange M&Ms removed or she gets fired. So today I come into work and there's a bowl of M&M's and then next to it is a bag full of orange M&M's. And so I thought that was pretty funny and that was very good. The only problem with it is uh, I don't think it's funny and Aaron, Aaron is fired. So we will have a new producer here tomorrow. The smart aleck producer thought she was going to get over on me. Well, I think it's terrible. No, she's really good. I think that was really funny. Thanks, Aaron. And I'm going to eat the M&M's. And uh, thanks for being here today. We'll see you here tomorrow right here. John Steigerwald Show, AM 1250, The Answer. The John Wall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.